give a shit. Hey guys, it's time for happy hour. Yay! Yay! So you guys are listening to happy hour here on mutinyradio.fm. And uh, it's every Friday from 6 to 7.45. It is a free open mic uh, for comedians and uh, whoever they want to bring with them. Uh, normal people. Bring the normal people with you, please, guys. That would be great. Uh, I hope that everybody sticks around for the amazing showcase from 8 to 10 p.m. tonight on Peptastics Comedy Clubhouse. We have headliner Chris Riggins. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we're down on the corner of 21st and Florida, 2781 21st Street, MutinyRadio.fm. It's time for happy hour. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. I am joined right now with new trainees Trina and Scott. Hey, guys. Yay, there they are. Hey. Trina and Scott are going to be learning things tonight. They're going to be running things. They're going to have shows on different days here at the station. Very exciting stuff. Um, yeah, so we'll get started with this open mic uh, in just a second after I get the list. You now tune in to the Spin Up Face Show. Check it out. It's hella dope. You don't need the sun to see a microscope. Do it now. Live it be. Be it live. It's a live you see. Spin a face. Who is that man? Everybody wants to shake his hand. He's got the love. He gets the love. Express the love, I love the above. Spin a face, who is that man? From New York, all the way to Japan. Spin a face, who is that man? From New York. All right, it's happy hour. It's time for your first comedian. Hey, you guys. He is a, he is a really sweet and lovely human being, also a very funny man. I feel like he's Hillary Swank's twin brother from another mother. You guys are going to love him. Put your hands together. It's Ashton Tate. Thank you so much. Is this a comedy show? I'm not sure yet. No comedy has been given yet. All we know is that there's more vegetables than people here at this point. Um, it's pretty cool. Yeah, keep bringing those vegetables. That's uh, need good fiber. Um, you guys, give it up for yourselves, please. All right, that's good enough. I, uh, I realize I've been watching uh, comedy and doing it too much because I was watching a movie recently, and there was a scene, and they said, give it up for your next comedian, and I clapped by myself on the couch. Yeah. Yep, and that's the feeling right before you buy a cat, if you guys didn't know that. Um, you guys, like, uh, I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos. I watch a YouTube video of a magician explaining his tricks. Turns out the secret is living with your parents. That's cool. It's pretty nice. Um, I had to buy, you guys, I, I think about what I'm gonna do when I die. I don't wanna die alone. Is anyone, that's a common thing. People say you don't wanna die alone. The, the solution to that is having a family of loved ones or choosing to have your deathbed be at a mattress store. I think I'm gonna go with the mattress store. I'm not sure. Has anyone here ever had to buy a new bed? It's a very intimate process if you let it be with the guy at the mattress store. Um, ladies, after buying a mattress at the mattress store, I understand why ladies want a guy who's confident in the bedroom. Am I right, guys? Am I right, guys? 
Because uh, I had to buy a mattress from this guy, and he just asked me really pensively. He was like, is it, is it okay if I get in bed with you? I don't need that. I want a man who's confident. I want a man who pins my shoulders down and shows me why this bed is worth my while. That's what I want. Something to, uh, you know, he asks me if I have any questions, and I roll over and look him in the eyes, and I say, do you like me? No, I don't know. I don't know what questions people ask in bed. Don't care. Um, but sometimes you got to choose. Uh, I think it's weird that you never see any attractive people wearing free hug shirts. It's like the shirt says free, but everything else says please. And that's, that could be weird um, for some people. I don't know. I like uh, doing this uh, comedy thing. I don't, uh, I don't really have any. I wish I had more good ideas. Like I recently saw one of those guys wearing those five-toed shoes. And I thought, hmm, someone should make those for your hands. Those are just gloves, people. Just gloves. Um, wish it was more than that. I like being here. I, uh, in high school, my friend wanted to be a professional rollerblader. And his, that's, yep. And uh, his parents said he could never do it, but guess who now works at Sonic? <laughs> yeah, he's doing, doing pretty well. Um, enough. So what else is, uh, what else is going on? I like to uh, express my love for, uh, for this room. This is a great room. Am I right? No AC? But that's cool. Who needs it when there's uh, rain outside? I was uh, playing something recently. I was uh, talking to my friend, and she was like, Ashton, what do you think about this stuff that's going on in Syria? What does it mean to be on America's side? I was like, that means I don't know where Syria is. <laughs> Some people have that issue. Some people don't. Um, I like. I, uh, I never know like when my doctor asks me how many times a week I smoke. I never know which answer is the most cool. Don't know. It's, uh, can be, yeah, it does. Uh, I like, um, you know how they say, uh, you guys ever seen those guys who pro who protest? Of course you have. Yeah. Um, I feel like one, one group of people who must really like their job are people who wave those signs outside cell phone stores because I never see them protest. I feel like I would. I've noticed it. I'm not sure. I stayed in a town recently, and uh, thank you. And when I checked into the motel, the lady who worked there said that apparently the room I stayed in was haunted because a man hung himself in one of the rooms. But guys, why would I believe in a ghost if he doesn't believe in himself? So I'm not sure. Um, yeah, that is a good point. Thank you. That's uh, that's what I'm here for, to make solid points, <laughs> much like a politician. That's 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 my. Uh, if anyone has a rebuttal to my jokes, please let me know. We can discuss it later. That's my time. Thank you. I'm Ashton. Have a good night. Killing it, Ashton Tate here, the very first brave soul on Happy Hour here at Mutiny Radio. Um, I'm going to ask that you guys use the microphone that is closest to the wall. That one is probably the best one. Does that make sense? Which one I'm talking about? The one that's closest to the art. The one that's closest to the possum undertaker. Please use that microphone. The one in the middle, although it looks like it wants you to use it. Don't use that one. All right. 
We have more comedians here on the happy hour. The happiest open mic all around the town. Um, yeah, she is a lovely human being, and I can't wait to get drunk with her one night and talk about coke stories for when she was hanging out in France being a model. Because if you're six foot like she is, and they want you to be 108 pounds, I tell you, you better be doing some cocaine. Uh, but she's a wonderful human being and a very funny lady. Put your hands together. Everybody, it's Mary Bushy. Thank you. I am stoked that Charles Manson is with us again today. You are my favorite audience member of all time. <laughs> his older brother. His little brother, I'm sorry. Little? I'm six foot four. Charles Manson's like five foot one. He's a sawed off little son of a bitch. <laughs> I have a sister who's like five foot. I'm six foot. <laughs> um, so the dude who just left, I think he used to go to Round City College and be like, yo, I got Bob Dylan high for the first time ever. Yeah. It's him? That's him? I remember him. Who can forget that one? And then Mr. Naughty over there with the hole in your crotch and your jeans. Uh, I watched True Romance today and it reminds me of that. True Romance is like the best movie ever. I wish Christian, Christian Slater would play with my boobs. Um, anyway, so man, what a blissful audience to be with tonight. Couldn't ask for a better holiday experience, right? Aren't you guys all excited for this? We got Santa Claus right here. You don't like it me anymore? <laughs> Um, Okay, well, I uh, am really excited for the holidays. Oh, is it this one? What's going on? Did I? Oh, all right. Now that I'm throwing off. um, (laughs) No, it's okay. Um, Yeah, I can't decide where to go for the holidays, and I can't decide whether I want to live through the holidays. But, um, you know, Christmas is coming together and, you know, living in the snow. And for my family, that means um, a lot of blow and my cousin's trying to make out with me. Um, One of my cousins, she always goes up to me when she's drunk and is like, feel my fake boobs. It's not incest if it's two girls. They feel like medicine balls. Um, anyone do open mics at the SF Eagle? Ed. Ed does it. <laughs> well, the SF Eagle is this gay leather bar, um, pretty hardcore. And so Wednesday nights is open mics for comics. And they're all miserable and all that stuff, like right now. <laughs> But on Thursday nights, it's straight night, and it's like punk rock night, and it's insane. Like, people are in the audience, and people are on stage, and people in the audience are, like, excited for you to be on stage. It's way different than Wednesday nights. (laughs) (laughs) But they also, like, my friend who invited me, Aaron, was like, have you seen the urinals? They have a mirror in front of there so you can see your dicks and other guys' dicks. (laughs) I was like, yes, Aaron, I have a, a nani, so I haven't seen the urinals. But I do want to open up a, a like gay leather dyke bar across the street and call it Spread Eagle so we can have our own urinals. Um, yeah, I'm still really not excited about going to my family's house for the holidays. My fam- like, I want to rip off my father's head. 
he kills me. Last Yesterday, I was sitting on a bench at a coffee shop, minding my own business, and Mr. Ward Bushy happens to run up right then in his running shorts, and I start talking to him about Macaulay Culkin's new Home Alone video, and he goes up to me in his running shorts and goes, oh, yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> I saw his balls, that's the thing. My family's... <laughs> <laughs> So I come from an incestuous line of bushies. <laughs> um, so, you know, coming together. Um, let's see. Frank Sinatra's 100th birthday was December 12th. I don't get why he was like this, this, hu this like dreamboat girls like fell for him hard and stuff. He was like so fucking ugly. <laughs> But then I saw like he was wearing these really long coats and they were getting him ready and uh, it, like he had this Eminem coat on or like rapper and I was like oh he was swinging pipe like there's no other way that girls wouldn't like him like that's and then I was also started thinking more about like these rock stars and stuff and I was like man you know comedians wanted to be rock stars but they were ugly and tone deaf so they just started <laughs> humiliating themselves. I had that realization last night, Thursday straight night, where like Aaron Deco, the most good looking guy in the world who's not tone deaf, you know, can rock out and stuff. And all those guys from Wednesday night only wish they could be on Thursday nights. Sorry, you guys aren't laughing because you're comedians. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's my time. Thanks. Happy holidays. All right, keep it going for Mary Bushy. Yay! All right, she's speaking the truth, you guys. Uh, actually, you're, you're right, Mary, you have a difficult road to hoe uh, ahead of you for comedy because you're so fucking good looking. You have no weird, you're not fat, you don't have like a hunchback, you don't have any glasses or braces. I mean, no, seriously, comedians are usually ugly, dumpy, and weird. I have no idea what's going to happen to you. <laughs> Because you're such, such a doll, you know? Like, come on. Uh, clap it up one more time for Mary Bushy. Yay! Yeah. All right, our next comedian, uh, he is also tall, but he is he's about 27,000% less darling than Mary. I'm sorry. No, he is darling. Look at that hat. I saw him last night. It said nice, and now it says naughty. And now he has a hole in his pants. Uh, but he has no holes in any of his punchlines. Put your hands together. Everybody, it's Jason Balmford. Oh, man. I think Tony gives a better introduction. Pam, I'm sorry. At least he talks about my, you know, positive attitude. Um, I had a friend give me a Zippo recently, and that made me come to a very startling conclusion. Don't think he likes me very much. Because what better way to say, I hope you smoke more and get cancer and die, <laughs> is it than to, for your friend to give you a lighter? I think the only thing that would be worse is if you gave me a flask. <laughs> That's a lot of validation. I'll take it. <laughs> um, I've seen a lot of weird shit in San Francisco. I, I, everyone's, got their, uh, everyone's got their homeless guy story, so I think I'm going to tell mine today because it's been long enough. I'm allowed to revisit it. Um, my first week in San Francisco, I was at the Transbay Terminal, and there was this homeless guy holding up the buses, ranting and raving in front of the buses, and he said, and I quote, 
Women want a man with a big dick, because if he ain't got a big dick, she's going to send ninjas to his house to whoop his ass, because Tiger Woods is the ultimate yeast infection. Tiger Woods. That's verbatim. God, that's, that, that worked so much better than I thought it was going to. That's great. Oh, man. Um... I mean, uh, I know, uh, I know um, that everyone else is probably sick of the holidays like I am because, you know, it starts way too goddamn early. And I found that the perfect way to show that everyone hates the holidays was the movie Krampus. Because it is the time of year where that movie came out. And I'm going to tell everyone here, it may have only gotten 37 on Rotten Tomatoes. Fucking see this movie. <laughs> Fucking do it. You will feel so much Christmas spirit. I am wearing this hat now because I am so Christmassed up. Nothing says Christmas than seeing a middle-class white family get fucking murdered by demons. It's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's poetic. Um, but, I mean, like, it, it brought an interesting question because I went and saw the movie, and, um, you know, have you ever had that event where you call a couple friends and you're like, hey, let's go see a movie, and then they all bail? And then you get, um, and you have two options at this point in time. You can either go, ah, fuck it, I guess I won't see it today, or... You can go alone. Have you ever gone to the movies alone? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a great day. I don't know. Um, you all seem to have a great experience with this because I always get that look of, wow. So uh, it's just Saturday, huh? Couldn't invite anyone out? You want to talk? Like, I have the number to the suicide hotline in my back pocket, like, I get the saddest looks from the attendants, and you know what? <laughs> the best kind. But, all right, then moving right along, getting off that joke. Uh, so, you know, um, actually that brings up that brings up dating, and fuck it, I'll go for it. Uh, so I was, uh, I used Tinder, because obviously, and uh, wasn't working all that great for me, and I finally figured out why, and I can tell you why. It's because the first tag under my name, white trash. <laughs> and I was, and I don't know, sir, that's kind of the pot calling the kettle black on that one. <laughs> but I was, I was all in a, you know, I was kind of upset about it. Got, you know, I kind of got a, you know, I was a little upset. I was about to write an angry, angry email to, uh, you know, Tinder, because reasons. And then I saw my uncle on an episode of Cops. This is a true story. Yeah, I saw my uncle on an episode of Cops, and I found out that Tinder knows me better than I do. And so I'll end it on my last internet joke. So I got a job recently, and it was strongly implied that uh, I need to leave them a good Yelp review. And, uh, and not so strongly implied where it's you're fired if you don't, but strongly enough implied to, like, we'll cut your hours to nothing if you don't. So I gave them a good Yelp review because, you know, gun to head. And I started reading the Yelp page, and nowhere gets a five-star Yelp review. There is nowhere on the internet that gets five stars on Yelp. It's always four stars, four and a half stars, like three stars, two stars, like my apartment. But um, <laughs> it goes, um, and I, I think I found it out. The only place on Yelp that would get a five-star review is a meth house. And it would go exactly like this. Five stars, meth was here. And I'll leave you guys on that one. Thank you very much.
Jason Balmforth. Keep clapping for him. Yay! Jason Balmforth. Don't do math. The more you know. Like, just don't do, don't do math. You can be naughty without doing math. Do crack before you do meth, kids. Uh, that's, that's from that's coming from that's coming from your good friend Pam Benjamin, in the studio. Uh, hey, your next comedian is a very funny lady, and I have seen her. Uh, I've been on a couple of shows with her, but uh, the last one was in in uh, San Mateo at the Swing and Door, and before that, she was uh, she's a regular at the Comedy Machine at the Spice Monkey uh, in Oakland with Iris Sumner. You guys are gonna love her. Put your hands together. It's Trishna Sagal. <laughs> Nice introduction. You know, Pam, I was thinking if you were Indian, you know what your name would be? Pramila. If you ever want to use that, go for it. It's perfect. <laughs> What's your boyfriend's name? Jonathan. Jonathan. What the hell would an Indian Jonathan name be? Raj. Raj. <laughs> yeah, if, if all else fails, Raj. Raj and Pramila's comedy show. I love it. <laughs> So what's going on? Were you guys here in the previous show? All, all of you? No? Uh, yeah, what, the Diamond Dave thing? What is that? <laughs> yeah, the Diamond Dave thing, yeah. From three to six. Okay, what is it? Common thread to Yes, yes. There is so much shit in the barrier I do not know about. All right, enlighten me. What is, what is this? Yeah, poets, storytellers. Poets. What kind of stories do you tell? Because I'm very curious. All I know of you is anything Mary tried to make you, you're like, I'm not that. I'm not that either. Revenge thriller. Do you have events in your life that have led you to write revenge stories? Who doesn't? That's a good point. I probably shouldn't say this on the radio, but I have a lot of revenge fantasies about my ex-manager. Actually, yeah, actually recently I was, I was having like a lot of trouble falling asleep and I was like, this thought helped me. Like seeing her one day at a comedy show and being like, you have to leave. She's like, why? I was like, because you're the worst person I ever met and you should go home and fuck yourself. <laughs> and this helped me sleep because the thought that came through my head was if I ever reapplied to that place and people were like, okay, let's consider Trishna for rehire. Because I got along with everyone else. And she'd be like, we can't, we can't. She's just too unprofessional. And I'd be like, really? Tell me more, what happened? She just said something really inappropriate. And then she'd be forced in a meeting to be like, Trishna told me to go fuck myself. <laughs> and I was like, ah, I want that to happen. <laughs> What's that? She had a good reason to. She had a good reason? Uh, no, you had a good reason to tell the person to go fuck herself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If only. But anyway, um, so it's cold outside. So we know that means what time of year it is, where we need to moisturize. <laughs> and for men, we need to moisturize more of your body than that one body part that stays moisturized year-round. <laughs> yeah, lotion. Um, the other thing the holidays remind me is like how easy I am to poison. Are you, are you taking a photo? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like it. He's like, I know. Actually, I realized this. Like, I do not know what is. Is it this angle? Is it this? Yeah, that's it. That's it. This is it. The hunched shoulders. It works. It works with my my sweater too. It's like, 
can I get my double chin in there too? <laughs> Actually, Mary, what, is that right? Like this? Lean in for the cocaine. All right, all right. <laughs> oh, I get it. Obviously, I don't do drugs. Otherwise, I wouldn't be wearing this stupid sweater. No. <laughs> Actually, I bought this for my husband. I was like, and he's like, uh-uh, nah. And I was like, nope, for me. <laughs> so what's up, you guys? So you guys weren't in the last show. So what are, you, what are you guys doing here? Supporting comedy? No, you with the backwards hat. Oh, uh, we drove up from L.A. Whoa. Wow, you drove up from L.A.? Wow. What do you do in L.A.? First time in San Francisco, and you came to Mutiny Radio? Fuck. Awesome, Pam, promoting Mutiny Radio from L.A.? Nice. So what do you do in L.A.? Uh, we do comedy. Oh, you do comedy? Yeah. So you're getting up here? Yeah. Okay, nice. Why is that funny? You're like, <laughs> no, she's not. <laughs> I don't believe them. You don't believe them? <laughs> Did you just have something before you came here, and you're like, everybody's telling lies up there? Oh. Well, usually people that wear gear of, the, of a city are not from there, right? Like, I'm not going to wear something that says... You re- All right. I stand corrected. I can't stop looking at you taking a video. What are you doing? Are you taking a video or a photo? Oh, oh so you're trying to get your angle for when you're up here. Uh, all right, all right. I think that's my time. But you guys. Oh, so I'm not special? All right, fuck. All right, thank you guys. Trishna Segal, yay! I like that my Indian name sounds like Prometheus. Kind of, that's nice. I, I discovered fire. All right, you guys. Uh, I'm excited about. I'm, I'm excited about our next comedian uh, because she is wearing really. You, do you, if you want, you can do it from the bathroom. Okay, I've done it before. I've taken the microphone in the bathroom and done a set in there and peed. It's a lot of fun to do that too. It's an extra long cord if you want to just hang out in the green room. Yeah, by the way, you guys, always flush the toilet. I know it's like, oh, we're in a drought and everybody's worried. Please, at Mutiny Radio, please always flush the toilet. Please. Actually, what I used to have to tell the comedians when they used to be uncouth freaks is that you cannot pee in our neighbor's yard. Everybody, people would go next door and they'd pee in her yard and she'd come to me and be like, I saw him again pee in my yard. I'm like, and I made a comedian go up, knock on her door and apologize in person. I was like, you are gonna talk to Ms. Medina and tell her you are sorry for peeing in her front yard. Our next comedian would never do anything like that, I'm sure. You guys are gonna love her. Put your hands together. It's Katie Carnes. I'm gonna scream for myself. Yeah, Katie Carnes. This is the mic, right? This is, no, okay, right. Hi, happy, merry, whatever, fucking whatever. Fuck the holidays, right? Am I right? Yes. He's in it. He hasn't been in anything. You're watching, right? How are you doing over there? Playing some chess in the audience, guys. Mutiny Radio. All right. Awesome. Best seat for chess. Fuck it, whatever. I'm into it. I'm into you guys. This is my favorite place. 
this is I keep telling about I'm like oh my god do you guys know about mutiny radio they're like yeah I'm like oh <laughs> shit it's just me then so yay for being here but fuck the holidays yes. I just got off work oh my god my batteries my batteries are coming down um <laughs> So I just got off work, having a good time, not having a good time at work. We had our ugly sweater holiday thing, you know? And uh, that was super fun. We looked like freaks just walking around San Francisco, like matching, I was like. <laughs> and my coworkers, I got a flask, and a, which is awesome, um, and a wine purse. So you can, yeah, right? Legit, I'm stoked on it, but what do my coworkers think of me? I'm just <laughs> drinking all the time, which they might be right. Um, but I'm a neuromuscular therapist. Yeah, I know. Super fucking fancy, right? I know. Um, but it's actually just a fancy massage therapist. That's all that. That's all that is. But I did work like two extra weeks for those two extra syllables. So I'm practically a doctor. Just Dr. Carnes. There you go. If you got chronic pain though, Katie Carnes. Hook it up with some money, yo. Seriously, uh, I'll give you my card after the show. Um, but massage is such a weird job. It's like the closest thing to dom like to a dominatrix, you know? Because you meet your client, you tell them to take the clothes off and lay face down, you know? <laughs> right? Right? No, and I know, and I love it. And it, that might say something about my personality. I'm not quite sure. Uh, but I kind of got in trouble today. <laughs> It was bad. So I told my client, it was, it, this is true. So my client comes back and I was like, so what are we working on today? What's happening, you know? And he was like, oh God, you know, it's just, it's my neck and uh, my back. And I was like, lick my pussy and my crack. Yeah. It just, it just, it just popped out. I was feeling myself, I'm wearing lights and, you know, sprinkles and glitter and I was like, like whatever. And he, he didn't know the song, so that was fucking awkward. But that's just me, I'm just an awkward broad, that's okay. Um, that's all right, whatever. I did have this client, she's telling me, she's a realtor and she's like, there's a whole bunch of rich fucks that come into my work and I'm like, oh, that's so interesting, you know? And uh, she's a realtor and she's telling me about some work that she's doing in Oakland and I was telling her about a place that I frequent in Oakland. And she goes, oh, you know what? My business just bought that up. Ah. To my fucking face. Well, she was face down, but you know. <laughs> she said it to my feet, but it was still rude. It was. Um, and so she, <laughs> the, like a little bit later, she was like, do you mind going a little bit uh, deeper? I was like, yeah, sure. Ugh. Is that deep enough for you? She didn't like it. Hey, guys, how you doing? Hey, what's up? That's all right. I'm just going to dance. It's a lot easier just to dance than talk. I can do this real well, you know. I don't bad. Um, thank you. Oh, I was hoping for that. <laughs> what was I going to say? There were so many things. There are so many things. Um, oh, I'm a hustler. <laughs> right. I didn't even, whatever. So this guy asked me, what do you do? And I was like, I'm a hustler, baby, you know? And he was like, no, no, you're not. Shut it down. You don't know what that is. I was like, oh, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure I do. So I Googled it right there, and it said, go get her. What's it? That's it. That's, it. that's all it is. I mean, it also said prostitute, but that's besides the point, you know? Um, but I'm a massage therapist and a photographer and a writer and a doula and a yoga teacher. A doula? Yeah, I know. I know. And a stripper. 
I know. That's why it's way easier for me to do this. But anyway, um, Halloween, I have all the things in my car all the time. And for no one had a costume on at my work. And I was like, you guys, you're breaking the rules. It's fucked up. Hold up, wait a minute, let me go to my car, be right back. There's eight people in my office. I dressed all of them. I was like, you're a sailor, you're a pirate, and you're just a whore. Sorry, Doc. <laughs> so that's my time. I'm Katie Carnes. I love being here. Thank you so much. Katie Carnes is a doula. Uh, this makes me want to get pregnant just so that you can birth my baby for me. Yeah, I want you to see my vagina now. Isn't that weird? Like, first you want to lay me flat down on a table, and now you want to see my vagina. I'm in. I'll do it. Fucking in. I'm not going to have a baby. I'm 41, and I like my ass. But uh, it's cool. If you guys want to have a dumpy ass, you can always have a baby. That's cool. Uh, I say stop breeding and start smoking more marijuana. Uh, our next comedian, I don't know. Maybe he is a breeder. Is he a breeder? I'm not sure. Uh, Joseph, are you a breeder? I don't think, I, I, he seems like the kind of guy who has a nice young kid. I feel like he has like an 11-year-old at home or something that's, that's uh, listening to these podcasts going, Dad, you're so dirty. Uh, please, you guys, put your hands together. It's Joseph Ugalde. Um, whoa, what's happened? Man, I just popped myself in the face with the mic. That's all right. Uh, I do not have kids. Um, I do not have kids. I've never been married. Um, I was always afraid it might cut into my dating life. So, I don't know. What's happening, gang? What is it? Uh, Christmas time. Christmas time. A lot of my... <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of my family is uh, very Christian. I See, I'm not a religious man, but a lot of the folks are. And, they, and the thing is, they got this crazy outrage, this idea that there's a war on Christmas. Do you hear about this? They think that, hey, man, people are coming down on me saying I have to say happy holidays, man. I want to say Christmas. That's my tradition. And I was like, yeah, is anyone really, really forcing you to change what you're saying? I said, I don't know. The thing is, here's what I think, though. Christmas, one week later, New Year's, a very significant holiday also. So when I say happy holidays, I'm wishing you a Merry Christmas, one, and a Happy New Year, two. Two happy holidays, plural. When they say to me, Merry Christmas, I'm thinking they're saying, I want you to have one good day, and I don't give a shit what your next year is going to be like. You, you anti-Semite. Thank you. Yeah. Another reason I don't have kids, as you can see, is I just can walk groups of women at a time. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I pretty much rely on my personality for birth control. That's right. That's, that's how I roll. That's right. It's rough. It's not easy being me. That's all I'm saying. I got no kids. Jesus. Uh, so uh, on the way here, I saw a, a homeless gentleman uh, was opening up a, uh, a 40 ounce of malt liquor in a doorway. And he says to me, uh, hey, buddy, uh, can I get a dime? I said, what do you need a dime for? You've got a whole beer there. And he said, uh, yeah, but I need it to buy a brown paper bag. It's because we're in San Francisco and you have to buy your brown paper bags. That's it. Oh, man, what else is happening? A new survey came out said that uh, people who eat grilled cheese sandwiches have more sex on a regular basis than people who don't. Isn't that strange? 
See? And I was, yeah. And I'm thinking, wow, that means stoners and toddlers are getting more action than I am. That's rough. It's rough. It's rough. It's not easy meeting people. Online, everyone wants to la put a label on themselves. Um, I was talking to this one woman. She described herself as a sapiosexual. Have you heard this term? Sapiosexual. A sapiosexual. Uh, and I thought, wow, she's narrowed it down to homo sapiens. That's a standard I can meet. Then I, I Googled it, though. A sapiosexual is someone who's turned on by intellect. Intellect is what turns her on. And I thought, wow, you've got to be pretty full of yourself to say, I, unlike the rest of these idiots, am turned on by intellect. I'm thinking, if she's so smart, she would have known what an asshole this makes her look like. <laughs> I don't know. That's rough. What else is happening? Oh, terrorism. People are talking about terrorism lately. Everyone's freaking out. And I know it's kind of an important thing, but the fact is, there are so many other ways you're more likely to die. You're more likely to die in a car accident driving to an I hate scary brown people rally than you are to be killed by an actual scary brown person. I know. Do you know more people are killed by furniture falling on them in their homes than by terrorism? This is true. Yeah. I think that's what we should be looking for as a president uh, who's going to clamp down on the, uh, on the bookshelf menace. Uh, someone who's going to, uh, to uh, take care of the sofa bed jihad. Yeah. Someone who will stand up to the Ottoman Empire. <laughs> Whoa, a history joke. Nice. I don't know. Here's a quick one. Uh, you ever go through a goth phase? Yeah. Mary. Uh, that's, that's where teenagers will uh, dress in black and listen to really depressing music. Yeah. Did you know one day a year there's a goth day at Disneyland? Yes, it's true. This is an actual one. You can look it up. Um, all the goth kids take over Disneyland for a day, and uh, now Disneyland's getting used to it, you know. The popular rides that day include It's a Small and Meaningless World. Uh, my Parents Won't Give Me Any Space Mountain. The It Just Doesn't Matter Horn. Thing is, though, uh, the sign on the rides that says No Cutting in Line, yeah, takes on a whole new meaning on Goth Day. That's right. That's it, King. I'm Joseph. I am out. Keep clapping for Joseph. You called it, yay! And his very clever, bizarre uh, puns about Disneyland, which I I love. Uh, Disneyland. Uh, hey, yeah, no cutting in line, everybody. Hey, your next comedian, I, I mentioned his long, luscious locks last week, um, but I, and I, I don't know what to say. He's a, he's a funny guy. I listened to his set from last week, and I laughed out loud like four times, and I was like, who is this guy? Oh, that's right. It's Steve Rush. Hey, everybody. It's Steve Rush. Yay! Like four times you laughed? That's it? I didn't, I didn't make you piss yourself? Come on. I fucking failed as a fucking... Loser, open micer. <laughs> I failed. If I didn't make you piss, that's that's what I have to do now. When I I drive Lyft sometimes, and if I don't get if the only way to get five stars is if I make them fucking piss themselves la of laughter. That's the only way. If I don't, I get four stars. If I don't la make them laugh, every woman. I don't know. It's a woman thing. I, not to be sexist, but it is. You know, <laughs> you know. But it is. It is. It's a woman thing. 
It's like a dude five stars every fucking time. Woman, they're like, hey, he's all right. He didn't like compliment my dress. Something stupid, you know? That's not how I wanted to start the show, but hey, you know? Came to my head. I got, uh, I got, I got impulses. I got to do it. I, I don't know. I'm in a good mood. You know? I'm in a good mood. I was, I was smiling at little kids today. That's how good of a mood I was. Not even like, like come over here and play like good mood. Like, be like, hey, what's up, little kid? Like that good of a mood, you know? Not like Jared good mood, you know? <laughs> Not like that. Just like, hey, you know? Like I saw this really cool kid. He looked like Harry Potter, and I was trying to like, like he didn't know what a wand was, but he, I thought he did. And I was like, and he was, I don't get it, but he, he laughed, okay? That's the point. <laughs> I, ma- I made a little kid laugh. Because usually when I see little kids, I'm just like, oh, fuck that kid. <laughs> fuck that kid. I don't like that kid. Um, I'm in a good mood for now, you know? For now. Until, you know, a homeless guy hugs me again like last night. A homeless guy hugged me last night. Like, dude, I, no. No. I would actually hug him, probably. Oh. Ooh. Are you blushing? I'm just like, um. All right. I forgot what I was saying. What was I saying? Oh, homeless guy. Yeah, he hugged me last night, and I like went in for the hug. Like I felt bad because he was like, oh, and he had a cigarette in his mouth, and I like went for it, and then his fucking cigarette poked me in the eye, and I was like, dude. And then he touched my he touched my hair with his dirty ass claws, like pawed it. I'm like, dude, get the fuck away, go home. You know, can't he doesn't have a home. Go home. Go home. <laughs> Go home. He's like, dude, that's fucked up, man. I was like, you just touched my hair, all right? <laughs> you know what's funny is I know I'm not this funny on any other mic. It's just this room. It's something about it. I get a good response here. I could do this same fucking joke anywhere else. Nothing. You know? I don't know what it is. Those people are assholes. They are, you know? <laughs> Fuck them. Um, oh, good, you're here. Hey, be a part of this. Yay. Thank you, sir. Yeah, sit there. Mm-hmm. There we go. <laughs> I'm getting a tan while I do this, you know? You can't get sunlight. You got to do it somehow, right? <laughs> it is. Well, I'm too white for sun, so this is like how you do it, you know? It is perfect. Um, I kind of, I accidentally uh, farted on my chiropractor the other day. <laughs> like, because like my back is all fucked up, and uh, I was laying down, and she was trying to get leverage. She's a little tiny Asian lady, and uh, she was trying to, <laughs> the Asian lady. Uh, she she was trying to get like leverage on my back and she got like really low and she was trying to get it and when she like cracked my back I let one out but her face was like near my ass. And but there's a funny thing though. She kind of like laughed and giggled like, "Oh, I kind of like that." Like you know. And then I kind of giggled cuz it was awkward so I was like, "I'll laugh too." And then uh we talked about Star Wars for 10 minutes. <laughs> uh I I don't know. You guys you guys all see Star Wars yet? Huh, you gonna see it? You gonna stand out in line with those 55-year-old Chewbacca virgins? Huh? 
Is that what you guys are going to do? <laughs> I don't get it. What are you doing? 55 years old and you're standing in line. What are you? Get the fuck out. Go home. Go home. Go home again. Oh, we're running the tight. We're running the tight uh, set here, guys. This is going to be five minutes on the dot because I respect your guys' time. You know? Not really. I'm going to go over. Fuck you guys. <laughs> fuck everybody. Suzuki and all you guys. You guys are going to have to wait. I'm, I'm going 530. I was playing. All right, guys. You guys have been great. My name is Steve. And uh, don't watch Star Wars, all right? Yay! Steve Rush. Um, he, that was very funny. I don't want you to go home. But I also, are you leaving? You're leaving. You're going home. Okay, good. You're just putting on a backpack because I was like, don't go. You're going home to Tatooine or the, the second moon of Endor. Uh, I am actually a huge, huge, huge Star Wars fan. My, my dog used to be, before he died, was named Captain Wedge Antilles, who was the only X-Wing fighter pilot to make it through all three Star Wars movies besides Luke Skywalker. Funny enough, weird little thing, the guy who played the character of Wedge is actually Ewan McGregor's uncle. So then Obi-Wan in the one through three in the Phantom Menace, what, all that stuff. It's funny because his dad, his uncle was Wedge and it all comes together. Uh, I love Star Wars. Uh, but I can't afford to see it in the movie theater, so I'm going to watch it on YouTube or Periscope with some shaky camera because I don't give a fuck. Uh, fuck Disney and all the money that they're making, those dicks. Uh, they should give some money to Mutiny Radio. Your next comedian is a super funny guy. I haven't seen him in a couple of weeks. I don't know where he went, but he's back. What, do you have finals or something? Oh, that's right. He's a real person outside of this bullshit. He's going to Berkeley or some shit. He's going to make more money than all of us in like four years. Don't resent him for that and laugh at his jokes. Put your hands together. It's Sanj. <laughs> I recently found out that I'm a feminist, you know? I am. Like, I don't care that much about equality, but I feel very strongly about that. Uh, I uh, only wear skinny jeans, you know? I mean, I don't like them, but like, they're always on sale, and because no one else likes them either, so. Uh, I was thinking the other day about trans people, because that's just what <laughs> I do in my free time. And I was thinking, like, if you get reconstructive surgery, aren't you conforming to gender norms? <laughs> like, aren't you? It's like, I got to be a woman, dude, but I need to gut the dick off first. It's like, women can have dicks. No, they fucking can't, all right? It's a goddamn circus in here. Uh, <laughs> let's see, what else, what else? When I was a kid, uh, I didn't understand the notion of sagging, you know, like wearing your pants low. So I thought ghetto teenagers just had really long torsos. <laughs> yeah. When I was a kid, thanks, sir. Uh, when I was a kid, my mom told me that I should go for girls with good personalities, you know? She's like, Sanj, pretty girls are a dime a dozen. Guys, pretty girls are 450 a night, all right? <laughs> man, even the, even the ugly ones are 50, man. Uh, let's see, what else, what else? Oh. Uh, I tried praying the other day for the first time. Uh, it was pretty interesting. Like, I prayed and it didn't work. So <laughs> I told my religious friend about it. He's like, saying, you're doing it wrong. You know, God helps those who help themselves. I'm like, oh, shit, dude. God reminds me of my alcoholic uncle. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, like I, stayed, I stayed with him one summer when I was 12, 
And like the first night I asked him for food, you know, I'm like, so what's for dinner? He's like, get it yourself. I'm like, okay. So I made some pasta. Like it was like really cold and hard and it tasted bad, but I was eating it on the table. And then as he got out of his drunken slumber and walked to his bedroom, he's like, you're welcome. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, you're God. Like, fuck. Uh, what else? What else? Okay. Uh, I realized that every race has its like endearing term for white people. I know like, you know, like black people have cracker. I don't know if that's a, is that racist? I don't know. It's cracker. You know, Mexi- <laughs> Mexicans have gringo, you know, Asians call them gods. Okay, <laughs> let me, <laughs> uh, okay, my little, uh, my niece asked me the other day what, uh, what uh, sexual harassment is, and so I explained it to her as best she could, as best I could, and she's five years old, okay, so she's like, what's sexual harassment, I'm like, look, like, I'm not going to sugarcoat this, okay, like, in 10 years, you're going to start being sexually harassed, like, I'm just going to be honest with you, and that's just the way the world works, and, like, I'm going to try to control myself, but... Honestly, I can't make any promises. All right. Okay. She asked me she asked me what white privilege was after that. And I think I came up with a good way to describe it. I'm like, have you ever seen a really attractive black man holding hands with an average looking white woman? And she's like, Yeah, all the fucking time. And I'm like, Yeah, that's white privilege right there. That's fucking it is. Because that's not how relationships are supposed to work. It's usually very even. You know, unless like some extreme circumstance like fame or wealth or like dick size, I guess, maybe. Maybe. But like usually it's pretty even. But interracial relationships, it's out the door. It's out the door. Like the white partner is always the less attractive one. That's just the way it works, you know? Like hot Asian girls. Don't fuck with Asian guys. Have you noticed? Like it's never, you know? Like why should they date a nice Asian doctor when they could date a mediocre white dude? Just makes no, makes no sense whatsoever, you know? Mindy Calling actually recent. Do you guys know who Mindy Calling is? Yeah. Yeah, she recently quit Tinder forever, you know? She accidentally swiped right on an Indian dude. Indian dude. Fuck. All right, I'm going to end with this joke just because this isn't going well. So, <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay. I used to work at a department store, and when I went into the department, uh, when we were closing up for the day, a black gentleman walked into the store, and I was like, excuse me, so we're actually closed for the day. And he's like, oh, I see how it is. It's like, no, sir, you don't understand, all right? Like, I'm not like that. I don't do any of that. We're actually closed. And then he just looked at me, and I looked at him. Then he held me at gunpoint while I emptied out the cash register, guys. (laughs) All right, thank you so much. Finally, somebody talking about race with some balls. Not that you have balls. You have balls to do the race jokes. I really enjoyed all of those racist jokes, and I didn't feel like they were racist. I felt like you were communicating with us what it's like to be not white in the world. Anyways, I enjoyed that. Very- I don't know. David just asked, how do you do that? I'm white, so I have no idea how to not be white. Uh, all I know is that... I don't care what color you are, but if you play the same fucking rap song three times on the goddamn bus and you make me listen to it three times with that same stupid hook and it uses the N-word and it uses the B-word and it does all that stuff, 
I'm really not being racist. I just hate your fucking music. It's not that I hate rap music. It's that when you play it three, don't make me listen to the same song for 17 minutes. I don't care what kind of music it is. Uh, but somehow that makes me a white bitch, according to that nice boy on the bus. Uh, you know who's a nice boy on the bus who would never subject you to the same song three times? I don't even know if he has a cell phone, so I don't know if he could play the music on the bus. Uh, but he's a funny guy. And you guys are going to enjoy him so much. He has a podcast uh, called JustMeAndChicks.com, also a website. I didn't steal your thunder. I'm just promoting. Put your hands together. It's Ed Ants. You still rob me of being the first one to say it. <laughs> it's all right, Bam. It's all right. For those of you that have never seen me before, I'm literate. My name is Ed, and I'm a bit of a bum. I spend my days playing video games, smoking as much weed as I can get into my hands. And according to the city and county of San Francisco, I'm looking for work. <laughs> Do you like buying pizza for people but hate it when people eat all of the pizza that you bought them? <sighs> it's a weird minority to be in the crowd. Here's the solution to your moral quandary. Pick a unique topping, like tuna fish and chives, so that when they eat it, they learn not to do nice things for them later over a toilet. I was in a conversation with a female friend of mine about prostitution. And we both came to the same conclusion. The only way someone can truly sell themselves for money is by working a nine to five. <laughs> Scientists in China have found a superbug. This superbug is antibiotic resistant and can pass along the same trait to other bacteria. There's nothing funny about that, unless if you're rooting for the dominant form of life on Earth. <laughs> Lifestyles of the poor and unlovable. I'm going to tell you today about John Smith. This entire week, he's been donning bright red suit, clanging a bell, and filling up a pail with cash. He's raised a lot of money to support his heroin habit. Everybody can be summed up with only one word. If you believe that, the word is moron. <laughs> I once bought a billboard. On that billboard, I put a picture of myself. Underneath it, I put the words, want a date? Four one five eight three zero five two one seven. Now I've only ever get gotten calls from the police on that number. <laughs> Apparently, they found a dead body nearby. But you all managed to figure that one out. 
I want to buy a laundromat. Not because I like cleanliness, but because with a few strategically placed broken machines, you can make a fortune. I know that I'm at least sort of an asshole because I put milk cartons back in the fridge when I'm done with them. And I live alone. There's no way to know just how intimidating the words. Nice phone. Are until you say them as a large black man. (laughs) So it turns out that having long, unending staring contests is no way to get a fuck buddy. (laughs) I wish I had that information before I went to a party last night where I punched a crippled kid. You heard the bell, or the horn, whatever the hell it is. And that means only one thing. It's time. You heard the lady. I'm gonna tell you all about a wonderful place called JustMeAndChicks.com. JustMeAndChicks.com. Now, this past Sunday we had the lovely Mary Bushy on the podcast. And coming up this Sunday, we're gonna have Tess Berry. Yeah. Keep the round of applause going for my co-host of the show, Trina Roderick. Keep it going for Trina, she's running the board tonight. Keep it going for Ed Ant. Killer set from Ed Antonite. Yay. Uh, and his co-host Trina right now is running the ones and twos back here, learning everything, trying not to have the blues, listening super closely to everything that you guys are saying. Wait, don't go. Your next comedian, actually, I'm going to run out the door and get these assholes to come back in. They've smoked enough because our next comedian's from L.A., motherfuckers. That's a big deal. She's never been to San Francisco before, despite what her San Francisco hat says. Or no, she's back. She used to live here. Anyways, I'm learning so much about her just by her being in the audience. She's actually uh, going to also be on Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse tonight. She's one of the featured showcase performers. You guys are going to love her. It's just a taste of what's going to happen later on that big 10-minute set. But right now, we're going to give her five. Your job, you guys, is to clap wildly like you've never clapped before. She's your sister from another mister. You're gonna love her. Give it up for Chloe Feynman. Thanks. Thanks, thanks. Ooh. Yeah, I, um, I'm from here originally, but I've sold my soul and I live in Los Angeles. Which is really weird. Um, I found out recently, I started, when I first moved to Los Angeles, I had bad advice, which was join CrossFit, because you'll make friends because it's a cult, and I did, except everyone in my CrossFit gym was in the porn industry. And one of them is a highly famous Swedish porn star who I like to call Quiff. And so we'd be working out and she'd be like, she'd, we'd team up and she'd be like, yeah, Chloe, Chloe, yeah, go. Oh, no, no, fuck yeah, Chloe, Chloe, Chloe. And 
I like was like I was like she looks like a porn star because she's got these like huge titties and she'd be like I can't do the burpee because I'll I'll bust a tit I can't do that can I modify the exercise so she'd like kind of just like do like pussy exercises to help her career and um, I was really curious I was like I should watch one of these films. And I did, and, and in all of her films, she's doing the exact same thing she does in exercising, which is just like <laughs> She makes this like, she's like <laughs> Which like, she makes, like she's faking it in her films, cause she does this in her crossfitting. She's like <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so there's that. I do really weird things for work in LA. Like this week, I helped cast a t anti-tobacco PSA commercial. Uh, so I like would sign in really small children because the role was that they had to be the children who could cry when their mom was dying of lung cancer. And there are all these like psycho stage moms. And this woman came up to me and she was like, so uh, I am, I'm, I'm Timmy's mom. And I was like, oh, that's cool. She's like, you know, um, so he's a really happy kid. But if you just, you know, get in there and, you know, you can fuck him up a little bit. <laughs> and I was like, uh, she's like, yeah, last night we were like, hey, Timmy. What would happen if mommy wasn't here tomorrow? <laughs> you, so you can just get get in there. So I we like the, at the end of the day we ran out of moms to audition, so I got to play the mom. And I went in, and this this the casting director's like, "So uh, what makes you sad, Timmy?" And the kid just goes, "Uh, I don't think I've discovered that yet." <laughs> it was awesome. So then. Part of the audition is like, I have to help out. So we're like baking cookies. And then in the middle of baking cookies, I start going. <laughs> and the kid has to start singing happy birthday. It's horrible. Like it's so fucked up. Hollywood is fucked up. So I'm sitting there like. <laughs> and this little kid's like, happy birthday. Hey, wait a second. This isn't happy birthday. This is sad birthday. <laughs> song right this is a sad birthday song <laughs> I love kids uh what are they and then I was like trying to entertain them because they all have like so much energy and they have to sit in a casting office which is really weird so I started playing would you rather with this little kid like would you rather be a a butt or a butthole you know because that's kind of how it ends up <laughs> so the kid goes to me he's like he's it's his turn he's like would you would you rather be a a bull and I was like, a what? He's like, a burger? I was like, a burger? A burger! And I was like, what? He's like, a burger! The trash in your nose! A burger. <laughs> kids are so cute, I love kids. Uh, I, I come from weird people, because I'm from the Bay Area. Uh, and recently over the holidays, my aunt was staying with us and she did so much. She like was in Baltimore and then was gay. And so she hitchhiked here with, and, and like her phrase is like, you know, yeah, it's easy. You just smoke a joint, drop acid in San Francisco. <laughs> and she lived in LA and I was like, so like, tell me what was it like when you were in Los Angeles? And she just goes, I did things for money. that I don't care to repeat. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. In the middle of the night, she like, or at breakfast, she comes down, and she's like, is there a ghost in this house? <laughs> and I was like, what? She's like, 
She's like, there's, there's a ghost in this house. And I was like, how do you know? And she's like, she lifts up her sleeve. She goes, he put a band-aid on my arm. <laughs> and she had a band-aid. She's like, yeah, there's a, there's a ghost in this house. <laughs> so she's like trying to eat breakfast, but the whole time just like. <laughs> the next day she calls us up and she's like, oops, it was my acupuncturist. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys. Huzzah, hooray for Chloe Feynman, the woman of a thousand hilarious voices. Yay! Everything from a six, smart six-year-old to an old hooker. She's got everything in between. That's Chloe Feynman. Uh, I wasn't calling your aunt a hooker. I'm sorry about that. I hope she's not listening. She didn't, she didn't do that. She didn't, she don't want to talk about it, okay? We won't do that here. Uh, hey, your next comedian also from L.A. You've never heard his jokes. I'm super excited to hear them. I know you are too. So clap like you're excited for Rick Rosario. There's a lot more people here than I thought there'd be. Uh, everyone like sauntered out and then sauntered in. You guys are very nice to stick. I hope... Now's your time to leave if you need to leave. You guys don't have to stay. Uh, thank, this is my first time in San Francisco. I'm very happy about it. Yes. Making my SF debut. Thank you. Uh, um, I walked away from my job recently. People who know me, uh, I know I worked at the Home Depot for three years. Walked away from it. Involuntarily, I was asked to leave. Uh, they... They told me to pack up my stuff. Uh, you know, one too many absences. It's a, it's a very relatable thing. You know, you, you just, you're absent a lot. That's okay. Uh, you just have to leave your work. And uh, so I'm packing up my stuff. I have a locker. I'm in the break room packing things. I have stuff that's from the shelves of Home Depot packaged like uh, gloves, uh, tape, you name it, tape measure, what do you want? I had it in my locker for some reason. I was just just throwing it all in my bag. And so I'm walking out, tripped the alarm. Security guard is like, okay, I'm gonna have to check your bag. And I'm like, John, you know me, it's my last day. And then John's like, Get out of here. Go, go on, just get out of here. Just get out of here. You can go. I got I walked out like a bandit. Literally, I robbed from Home Depot. And I'll tell you, uh, we we tackle guys for like grabbing the same things. And just like guy has like some tape and some gloves or whatever. He goes down so quick at the exit. Cause they, you know, they don't fuck around. I'm sorry, can I swear? Okay. You know, Okay, all right. <laughs> uh, uh, but I will say this. I will say this. I don't know how Home Depots are set up in the Bay Area. In L.A., there's a lot of day laborers. Is that relatable here? You see that here, too? Okay, they get, okay, they get a lot of shit. They're, they, they're made fun of a lot because they're easy to make fun of. I'll, I'll grant you that. But they're the most empathetic people I know. Guy goes down on the ground from like from shoplifting to uh, asset protection guys on top of him. Just like, ugh. 
those guys are not only taping it, they're like, you're killing it with in the best English they can muster. They're like, you're killing him. You're killing him. Let him go. I'll pay for it. Like these guys are saying that. Yeah. So we shit talk these guys, but they are like, I, when it comes down to it, they have a lot of sympathy and I feel so detached from it. Like I can't relate to that. I'm like, I'm sorry. I see a guy that's going to go probably to jail for a month or whatever. These guys see like human life, like <laughs> withering away. It's, it's actually sad. Why did I say that? I don't know. It's, that's not fun, but it's, but it, I'm just trying to make a point. It's a reality. They have so much empathy. I love those guys. Um, I'm going to miss all those guys. We had this guy technical because he was a little, he was, you know, he didn't have his meds, which was all the time, the state laborer, he was just, he was always a little off. And uh, he would like throw uh, like whatever he had in his hands out into like traffic. He was just a little off. But I'm going to miss that guy. I'm sure he was, he might, he was probably not aware of me. But uh, like, yeah, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard leaving a, a job. But uh, um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't have an end for that. Uh, Tr no transitions, guys, either. Thanks. <laughs> I'll end on this. Uh, uh, does, has anyone here been involved in a, a tryst? A, tr a tryst? A tryst? Something like that. Something to that effect. Has anyone been involved in a tryst? Can you stop calling it that? Oh, I'm sorry, miss, but can you stop calling it that? It's just, it's, it's weird. Am I supposed to, f no, no, I, I thought you were like, you waved your hand, like volunteering that you were involved in a tryst. I didn't mean to make it confrontational. Hey, look, on that note, I apologize. <laughs> I've been Rick. Thank you, guys. Thanks. First time here in San Francisco, being very, very funny. Leaving Home Depot, what a great choice. Uh, there's nothing wrong with Home Depot. I, I haven't, this is actually, I'm excited about the end of this year, the end of this fiscal year coming up in another week, because it means that I haven't had a W-2 in nine years. You guys can clap for that. I haven't had a job on the books in nine years. I don't exist. I tried to look myself up in a government database and I couldn't find myself. Like, I don't exist. It's a lot of fun, you guys, I tell you what. Uh, fall off the grid, just like me. Uh, our next comedian, he's definitely on the grid, uh, but he's he's been finding his voice and we're so excited about it. Uh, he, he used to be a nice guy and now he's embracing his inner asshole, which I really appreciate and I love it. And I'm enjoying his jokes more now that he's uh, definitely holding super tight. He's hugging. He's hugging his inner asshole tight. So you guys hug him too. Put yourself, put your hands together. Clap them wildly. It's Ken Suzuki. If you're going for the asshole, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you too as well. You guys looking forward to the happy holidays? You know, spiking the punt, spiking the eggnog bowl to the holiday party, watching your boss shit his pants. 
Yeah? Looking for the stockings under the tree? Present? Santa? Santa, that fat fuck. Fuck Santa. All right? How much have we fucking subsidized for your fucking child labor program? We fucking, and we allowed you to outsource, we allow you to fucking outsource your operation in China, no question asked, while we're still spoon feeding you by the truckloads, poor little boys with Vulcan fucking ears on them, dressed up for you and your pleasure. All the while, we're turning away like our name was Joe Paterno. And after we do all that, after all that work and money that we sacrificed for you, Santa, where were you on 9-11? Where were you on 9-11? You had one job, one fucking job. Mass surveillance program of the entire world. And you can't let, oh, what's wrong? Oh, you can't go do surveillance on all the non-Christian countries because it's against your religion. Is that it? Oh, too many Jews in New York for your magical Christmas powers? Is that the case? And now because of you, yeah, fuck you, Santa. Because of you, we have George Bush's fucking Patriot Act, Snowden, NDAA, NSA surveillance. That's, I put that on you, Santa. Oh, no, I get it not, but see, that's what they want you to think, because this is what the real scoop was. 9-11, Santa, you could have prevented this? Fucking, was it an inside job? Was it an inside job, you New World Order shill? <laughs> Fuck it. Somebody explain to me Tower 7. Yeah. God damn it. Fucking Christ. I don't know. I get mad at certain things. A lot of stuff has been pissing me off, so I've been, yeah, I guess that is my inner asshole, just my emotions. <laughs> Like, for example, there's this new thing that getting, was getting some track. Oh, it's racist if you got a racial preference on Tinder. It's racist if you got a racial... Let me tell you, fuck you. First of all, fuck you if it's racist to have a racial preference on Tinder. Who here gets mad? It's like me going into Starbucks and saying, I like a tall, what, whatever the fuck, you know, I like medium roast. And some guy's like, eh, you like the fucking, you like the coffee black? Oh, no. You're supposed to drink Frappuccinos. What the fuck? You, you, you like your French roast? Listen, man, we're all here for the same fucking thing. We all want the caffeine. We all, same boost, just different flavor. That's all I'm saying. Who goes in the produce aisle and gets mad when somebody's filling the fucking basket with, you got, you got your papayas, you got your mangoes? I like persimmons. Sue me. Human beings are just like fruit. Different fruit, same juice. That's the only difference between us and fruit, okay? At the end of the day, we're all coming. We're all coming. What? Who gives? God damn it. Listen, microphone etiquette, too. Nobody here knows how to run a fucking microphone stand. That's why you hold it. There are multiple uses for a mic stand you guys should be aware of, especially if you've got a, like a live crowd. You got yourself a heckler. First thing, microphone stand, crowd turns. <laughs> See what I'm saying? You can hold it with one hand, mic stand in the chest. Sit the fuck down, know your place. Take it like that. You gotta know how to wield these things, man. You gotta know how to wield them. Boom, in the chest, they wanna get lively? Kneecaps. Fucking kneecaps or shins. Then you follow up with, just all you gotta do, switch kick, Jose Aldo style, Jose Aldo style fucking sweep, and stomp. That's a head. 
and then you close your fucking set. Thank you very much. I love Ken Suzuki's new persona. Yay, give it up for Ken Suzuki's new persona, yay. He used to be this really sweet, lovable, weirdo dork that we all thought was sort of creepy and scary. But now that his inner asshole has come out, I'm down, man. Fuck Santa. I like whatever, what you're doing, Ken, is working for me. We'll talk to you again on Monday. Ken's a regular on the Monday show from 6 to 8. It's called Joke Workshop here on MutinyRadio.fm. It's another show that I host that's four-minute sets, and then the audience is part of the panel, and everybody can say whatever they want about your jokes for four or five minutes. So it's a great opportunity to try out new material and, and have feedback from your peers in a really nice, open, welcoming space where if we're going to feed you a shit sandwich, we make the bread taste good. So it's like fluffy brioche bun, shit in the middle, fluffy brioche bottom, maybe even toast it. I don't know. But come on Mondays from 6 to 8, work on your jokes. Our next comedian, she's lovely. She's been sitting in the back. I'm excited to hear her jokes. You guys are gonna love her. Clap wildly like you haven't clapped yet tonight. It's Annie. Hello. I just don't feel loud enough. Okay, well, I just wanted to say, um, first of all, this is like the most painful AA meeting I've ever been to. I'm holding this. Um, Arizona for placebo effect because I feel very fainting right now. It's like hard enough to just, I mean, it's so easy to talk shit, but it's hard when you're put on the spot and you have to be funny and talk shit. Um, I was born on April 1st, so I feel like my life is already a joke as it is. <laughs> I'm just going to sip this for the homies. Um, well, there was a girl with uh, lights on her head, but she just left, and I wish I was that lit. <laughs> to be honest, I came here really late because I wanted to talk about my band that I'm just starting. It's for uh, women of color, minorities, it's a punk, uh, we do anything, it's anything goes, but we take it very seriously, and every day we switch our band name. So if you fuck with us, you can fuck with us, but you can't fuck with us. Like, don't fuck with me. That's me being sassy. Um, I have five minutes. See, like the thing is, I came late because I was trying to go on Diamond Day show and talk about my band, but the thing is, I was born eight months, so one month premature. Shouldn't I have some type of leeway? Okay, so I got on this thing, right, where I just slap people. Because there was this dude I was dating. I think he fucked up my pussy, I'm not gonna lie. Oh my God. Because it really hurts when, when it goes in first. Oh my god, this is too much. I'm trying to figure out the difference between finessing and being um, translucent. So, um, here's the story. Let me just tell you guys the story, right? So, I found out that he has a baby mother. She called me on the phone and she was saying, hey, you know we have three kids, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, what? And so I spilled all the beans, and I was like, okay, well, I'm, oh, I'm mad now. I'm going to talk to him. And then so we talked about it. And then my friend and I, we both got drunk. My friend Mia, she's like my writer die. Aries gang. Gang. So um, 
I can't stop calling everyone a Mitch for some reason. Anyways, I got drunk one night and I was telling him about my friend's ex problems. And for some reason, I guess, I don't even know if it's true, but that's what he s says. I slapped him. And I was so drunk, but he didn't do anything until I was like, um, really, really, like, until after we banged and stuff. But before I banged, I said, can we get food afterwards? And he was like, yes, we can get food. It's like my EBT. I'm like, can I get a hot food though? Like for yeah. real. So then like, I went Hurricane Annie, yeah. Tasmanian devil. And then this was a slap for all my females. And I'm like, fuck you, Mitches. Mitches ain't shit. And I'm not shit. Exactly, I'm not shit. And no one's shit, really, but we ain't shit. Come on. And so um, after we banged, this is too confessional, right? So then after we banged, I'm like, where's the food at? <laughs> there was a cardboard box full of old, not even crunchy or crispy, tiny pieces of chicken. And that's when I fucked shit up, because I was drunk. And then I ruined his table. I went, like, his weed fell all over the floor. And I talked about his baby mama. And I said, you shouldn't, because I read his text. I was like, you should never call anybody a stupid bitch. And then... <laughs> And then, so everything was all over the floor and shit. So the next morning, I felt really bad because he told me what happened. So I drank a beer because I had to. And then I picked his shit up and made his bed. But fuck Mitch's, Mitch's ain't shit. And join our man because everyone's invited. Thank you for giving me your time. Even men, I don't care. Even if you're white, everyone's invited. Do you know it? What's the name of your band? It changes every day. Okay, so first it was Shark Taint. Shark Taint, that's And cute. then it was um, the Fuck Boys. And you're all girls. You're, you're all girls and you were the kids. Fuck Boys? That's funny. You're now all girls and you were kids. the Fuck Boys. We're grown ass kids. Grown ass kids. G-A-K. G-A-K, grown ass kids. G-A-K, grown ass kids. Fucking Dang. go with G-A-K. G-A-K, grown ass kids. It's kind of like um, RLK, which was um, Rich Kids on LSD. That was a band in the... Uh, late 80s, early 90s, very famous. And uh, you should be the GK. GAK. 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 Grown ass kids. G hey guys, James. give it up for Annie and Thank her hilarious you. jokes and her wonderful, uh, in, in, inspiring stories of how to. Of how to get food after you fuck. And if you don't, slap that motherfucker in the face. I 100% support that. You made a deal. You wanted the food and he didn't bring it. Fuck that guy. No, no, you're fine. No one's, no one's, no one's listening. Only like, only like 1,500 people listen to this every week. It's not that many. It's like a small, it's one of my smaller shows. Don't worry about it. Now I should tell Chloe Feynman on Pamtastics, we get 32,000 downloads a month. So we get over 5,000 downloads every week. So on the next show, there's a lot of people listening, but you're hilarious, so don't worry about it. Don't be scared. Uh, your next comedian is a funny, funny lady, and I love it every time she's here. Uh, she loves cats as much as I love cats. I wish that I could drink whiskey. We need to drink whiskey some night with my cat. And then we'll write jokes together and we'll see what the fuck happens. I, I, I think it'll be a fun time. You guys are going to love her. Put your hands together. It's Rachel Raphael. So it's like four ladies and Ed. <laughs> Four ladies sort of ignoring Ed, and then we're just hanging out. Just the way I'm used to 
Yeah. Um, I do kind of want Annie to be my life coach. I feel like I've learned some things. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of... I just moved into my own apartment. Fuck you. Yes! I was living with five other people who were assholes and who, like, would, like, yell at each other and then be like, Rachel, you should fix it. And I'd be like, I want to take a nap. I don't know what's wrong with you. Um, And then I lived with my parents. Less fighting there. And now I live by myself. Um, And it's been, like, a few days. And what I... You find out what's important to you. It's got got too much for Ed. You find... You find, like, what's important to you, and apparently what's important to me is, like, rum, corn pops, and my vibrator. <laughs> and I, I really think, like, that should be, like, my new, like, Tinder tagline. <laughs> like, I lived by myself for a week, and I made sure I had nice rum, corn pops, and a vibrator. <laughs> um, yeah, so you missed the best part, Ed. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, but... But, um, so this row of girls, you guys don't know what I'm going to talk about, but everyone else does. Maybe you can feel it. Maybe when I came up here, you, you looked at me and you said, Jewish, you're correct, 118%. <laughs> Great boobs, correct, Nikki and Svetlana, I accept drinks on behalf of them. <laughs> Svetlana one day is going, to, like, once, like, we're all cyborgs, Svetlana is going to have, like, like, an arm that shoots out and, like, hits people. Annie would like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always thought if, like, I had, like, an extra, like, if I had, like, a robo-arm in my poop, I would just, like, hold things with two hands in a way. And then when, like, people are like, oh, she's reading the newspaper, then have my other hand, like, comb my hair and just creep everybody out. Um, but mostly you're like, I bet she has the normal amount of ovaries. No! I've got four. Um, two in here. One at a friend's house. I mean, I just moved, so obviously one's still at my parents' house where I was living. Um, no, I just have half of one. Yes. Um, the last time I was here, it was like a bunch of 20-year-old dudes, and I started saying this, and all of them just nodded their heads and said, no, no, no. And then I was drunk, so I yelled at them. <laughs> but, yeah, they were such idiots. Yeah, so I got half of one, because last summer my body said, hey, let's get benign ovarian tumors. Yeah, I use the word tumors because my body likes to commit. Um... People are like, what? and so then people are like, was, was it a teratoma? And that's where like you had like a half twin and there's like hair and teeth in a tumor. No, I did not have one of those. Okay? I, I don't know, I had classy tumors. Uh, one had walls, so I was thinking about moving into that one, but I found, uh, you know, maybe I'll like rent it out. Um, and it's like, and then, so I've been, I've been telling people about this for a while and people have been like, listening and then feeling uncomfortable for a while and I have to and so at some point I'm like okay why am I still doing this it's been like over a year I had a tumorversary I had a party and I have a few I have a few theories about why I still have to talk about this first of all I'm fine if someone's like you're a hack comedian as long as it's like she's a hack comedian about like female reproductive issues because no one knows what to do with that statement like she's a terrible comedian can we bring her to Congress? I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. She's a terrible comedian. Next time they talk about Planned Parenthood, she just goes to DC. Um, I think uh, every time I make someone uncomfortable about um, my having tumors, a tumor gets its wings. And mostly, 
this isn't commercial enough, guys. My benign ovarian tumors have not, it's not commercial enough yet, okay? I need, I need a t-shirt. My friend got benign ovarian tumors and all I got was this t-shirt. I already have the drink. I would like, um, you know, like the Super Bowl, like t-shirt cans, just that with fake ovaries in it. Um, and then the newest things I was thinking was uh, children's books. Guys, I need a line of children's books. And what is this? It's called the stubborn, the stubborn ovary, and it's about just, it's about just like part of like it's you know part of an ovary that refused to be tumorous like its peers. Um, and then you know the next one is just the little the little half ovary that could I don't know I'm seeing like a Finding Nemo kind of thing. Um, yeah, so I need children's books. Um, I need like. Like the next Oprah, but with benign tumors, <laughs> ovarian tumors specifically. Uh, I looked pregnant when I had, because one was as big as like a watermelon, one was, was as big as a grapefruit. I want to say fellas, but it's just like Ed, Ricky, hello. Used to have a grapefruit in my body for no reason. <laughs> um, yeah, and so I looked pregnant, and I really wish I had like realized I looked pregnant because I could have like, like pulled so many pranks the main prank would have been just like sitting in a hot tub, drink a 40 and smoke a cigarette. And if people just wanted to like bring like shellfish and like drugs and just put it around and then um, go to a Safeway with a male friend and just stage an awkward fight. And, that, and now that, you know, now that there's marriage equality, go to Whole Foods with a female friend and stage an awkward fight. And then the third one, and I will, I will leave after this, um, enough tumors have gotten their wings tonight. I have a counter. Um, the third one was really just like, I'm all done up, wearing like a sundress, looking like an ice cream cone, go to like a TJ Maxx or a Target, just buy all the wire hangers. No? Okay, fuck you guys, thank you. Hey, Rachel Raphael. Rachel, I laughed so hard that I farted in here, and I feel really bad because I was right by Scott's face. I, at the, la the last joke, I, was, I laughed so hard I pooted. Poof. I still think it's funny. I laughed, I laughed so hard I farted. That's, that's a real thing. Uh, fuck yeah. Getting hugs from Annie of GAK. We're all joining the band tonight. We're all... Yeah! Grown-ass kids, motherfuckers! You got a band name now. We said it on Mutiny Radio. Your next comedian is so funny. I should say your last comedian of this particular show because you guys should all stick around for Fantastic's Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. It's every Friday from 8 to 10. You're all comedians. You get in for free. If you were a regular person, we'd charge you five bucks, but you're not normal at all. You guys are fucking weirdos, so you get to stay and hang out for free. But your next comedian, she has hair like starshine. She does. She's like a star. She is the star in the firmament, and the light, it just irradiates from her hair and her face. And she's going to have a new show here on Sundays from 6 to 8, we think. We're still working out the time. Uh, we don't know what's going on, but we know that she's very funny. Jesus Christ, I hope she does her racist jokes tonight. Put your hands together. The very pixie-like, the starshine joy of my life. It's Trina Roderick. Yay! <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much. How are you guys feeling about the holidays? Scrooge the holidays. 
No, I can't do it. I just can't. I, I, I want to, I, I, I think, like, I really want to become a Jehovah's Witness so I can do the yeah. holiday opt-out. But I don't believe in God, and I think they're going to, like, clue into that right away. And birthdays. Like, fuck it. Okay, fine. I'll give up birthdays if I can also get What was I thinking? Why didn't I get a holiday job so that I had an excuse not to go see my parents? Why? <laughs> what was I thinking? Fuck. <sighs> I'm having anxiety about leaving my cat for the holidays is really the sad truth of the matter. I, um, I'm registering her as a support cat. Um, emotional support. Just don't tell her that, all right? She'll be like, no, no, don't put that shit on me. Hell no. I mean, she only has the emotional support certification. That's all she's got. But her methods are very effective, right? This is, I'm going to do my impression of my cat in our sessions. <laughs> Stop crying. I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> well, there's some truth to that. You know what I mean? So um, I figured if she could make her own funeral arrangements, she would definitely arrange to be taxidermied. <laughs> totally. She'd be like, okay, all this gorgeous fur has to be licked. Once a day, don't even try to stick me in the shower. I've seen what you do in there. That's disgusting. <laughs> like, just lick the asshole. It's the best way to go. What are you thinking? I don't get, okay, fine, it's fine. All right, and then I just, I wanna be put on the couch in a circle, my favorite spot with my eyes slightly open as if to say, sit on me, I'll bite your ass. <laughs> Um, so I'm so glad you guys are here from LA. That is so fun and cool. Um, let me see the difference between San Francisco and LA. It rains here. Way more fun to drive. You can actually make a left without running the red. That's possible here. Um, it's also possible to meet really cool people. Like I, when, I, when I first moved here, my favorite thing about the difference between LA and San Francisco was like you walk into a bar and nobody gives a shit. <laughs> like at all here in San Francisco. Whereas LA, everyone's like, just, you know what it's like. What do you look like? What are you wearing? I mean, I don't know. Unless you're at some like open mic bar, obviously. So what are you guys doing for the holidays? Anything fun? Sightseeing in the rain. I love it. Here's the Golden Gate Bridge in the rain. Here's the Golden Gate Bridge in the fog. Here's Koi Tower in the rain. Here's Koi Tower in the fog. Awesome. No, that'll be fun. I, uh, <laughs> it is gorgeous and no smog or anything. It's so cool. So um, the, the homeless people are slightly uh, the same pretty much. But I mean, it's just, they're just colder here. I don't know how they do it. I really don't. I just, I want to bring in somebody for the holidays so bad, but that I'm scared that it won't go well. <laughs> right? Like, like I want to, like if I can predict that it's going to be just fine. If not, then it's going to be like unmerry Christmas. 
which I hate saying Merry Christmas. I really do. I feel like if I say Merry Christmas, I'm somehow drug dragged into the war on Christmas, which I'm not trying to fight on either side of that battle. I'm really not. So you guys enjoy, have fun, and thank you. Rina Roderick. Yeah. Loving and hating Christmas at the same time. Uh, that's awesome. Also, uh, the poignancy on what it's like to live in L.A. I never lived in L.A. I lived in San Diego, the soul-sucking wasteland of Lexuses. Uh, everyone has coach shoes, and they don't care if it's raining. They're like, I'll just go buy another pair. They're only like $150, right? Like, it's uh, whatever. You can't afford shoes that are like that expensive, even though they look like kids. But they've got that C on the side, right? And I'm like, C stands for cunt. Get the fuck out of my way. Get me on some public transit, you Lexus driving whore. Uh, This has been happy hour. You guys have been rad. This has been a really crazy fun time. Uh, It's every Friday here on Mutiny Radio from 6 to 7.45. Because then we like clear out and get all the garbage out and set up the chairs for Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse, uh, which is... Free for comedians and $5 for regular people. Although if you've been here through the whole time, please stay. I'm not going to charge you. It's only for people that show up at the door. Uh, But please stay because we're going to hear a 10-minute set from Chloe Feynman. She's hilarious. I can't wait to see what else she has. We also have from L.A. Robbie Goodwin. Uh, From Intown, we have Malik Robinson, Gabby Pochia, Jonathan uh, Pincus is here. We've got Chloe Feynman again. Chris Kanatzer. Oh, my God. Don't you love Chris Kanatzer? And then our headliner is Christopher Riggins. People are like, oh, who's that guy? Oh, he's only open for Dave Chappelle like 12 times. So uh, that's going to be a lot of fun here. So stick around. Smoke cigarettes. Drink some beer. Uh, Thank you again, Scott, for training and killing it. Also, Trina, doing great. New shows coming here on the station. Super excited. Uh, We'll see you guys next week here on Happy Hour. Bye.
about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby! There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternative to smoking. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby! Good, because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again! And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4AltaCalifornia.com. That's 4AltaCalifornia.com for a non-addictive, pharmaceutical-free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4AltaCalifornia.com. Join us every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. for Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin, bringing you the best of San Francisco's underground comedy scene here every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. It's only $2. You can bring your own beer and listen to comedy here every Friday, 8 to 10 p.m., 21st in Florida. It's MutinyRadio.fm. The House of Pride radio show, LGBT radio for everyone. Funky interviews, funky beats, talking drag queens, and much, much more. It's LGBT radio for everyone. Listen live every Wednesday, 6 to 8 p.m. House of Pride Radio, LGBT radio for everyone. Celebrating the considerable contributions of the LGBT community in San Francisco and beyond. Every Wednesday, 6 to 8 p.m. Listen here for hot new local beats by LGBT artists and listen to live interviews. Tune in 
Turn on every Wednesday, 6 to 8 p.m., House of Pride Radio with drag queen personalities, Tweeka Turner and Pearl T. Are you sick of reading the news? Do you even bother to read the news anymore? Do you need someone to read it to you because it's just so disgusting and depressing? If so, then the Weekly Review is the show for you. Join Roman Reimer as Roman reads the news, whether it be LGBTQ issues, cannabis legalization, prison abolition, police brutality, or many other issues that sometimes the media just doesn't feel the need to cover. Listen in, Fridays at noon, Mutiny Radio. Roman's also joined by activists, community organizers, artists, and many other great folks working to make the world a better place. Have no fear. The news is here. And if you feel like yelling about it, well then Roman will be yelling with you. The Weekly Review, Fridays at noon on Mutiny Radio. Hello, comrades. This is your comrade, Zach Wiseman, host of government-sponsored program, Communist Folding Chairs, mandated by the Kremlin to occur every Monday, 2 to 4 p.m., broadcast by our comrades at mutinyradio.fm. Sit, relax, listen to my comrades in stand-up comedy march honorably through their cold balance sets, and other comrades make fun of them. Because in Mother Russia, if you can't laugh about starving for turnip and beet, and attention, you are a capitalist pig, and the KB- KGB will visit you shortly. Every Monday, 2 to 4 p.m. Looking to invest in the future of your community? MutinyRadio.fm and the Boys and Girls Club Mission Clubhouse needs your help. Please donate to keep the Radio Clash Children's Institute right now alive on the air every Thursday from 4.50 to 5.50 p.m. Donations are tax deductible. Donate online at www.mutinyradio.fm or just stop by the station at 21st Street and Florida. That's 2781 21st Street and throw some cash in the big glass jar. Stop by to experience live audience friendly shows every day of the week and know that you're supporting the future of the mission by keeping free speech alive for all ages. This PSA is brought to you by your friends and community partners at muniradio.fm. Hi, I'm Chuck Weiss. If you're an old baby boomer like me, pain is probably something you've learned to live with by now. Yes, there are drugs on the market that help, but they come with side effects and shouldn't be used for extended periods of time. But fortunately, there is an effective natural pain reliever available in this state, medical cannabis. Let me tell you about Alta California Botanicals. They're a manufacturer of fine cannabis tinctures. Now you can take your medication in liquid form, much more discreet than pulling out a pipe and lighting up. Alta California Botanicals offers five different formulations, each one addressing a specific medical concern. 
There are two that are designed for pain, one to be swallowed, of course, and a new one for external use only. I'm going to have to try that one myself on my arthritic fingers. There's a tincture for stress and one for anxiety. They'll certainly keep you mellow. And there's even one for people who suffer from MS. The cannabis tinctures from Alta California Botanicals come in one half ounce bottles. Each batch is laboratory tested and certified free of pesticides and mold. In other words, completely natural and unadulterated. Alta California Botanicals doesn't sell directly to the public, of course, but if you visit their website at Alta, A-L-T-A, CaliforniaBotanicals.com and enter your zip code, they'll give you a list of dispensaries near you that keep their tinctures in stock. Now here's a tip for the holiday season. Keep a couple of extra bottles of the stress formula handy. It'll help maintain your cool amongst all that shopping madness. I'm Chuck Weiss for AltaCaliforniaBotanicals.com. Do you have a great idea for a product or service but don't know where to start? Are you looking to expand your current business? Women's Initiative of San Francisco began its business management training program for low-income, high-potential women in 1988. To attend a free orientation on how you can achieve your dream of starting your own business, or for more information, please contact 415-641-3460 or visit womensinitiative.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Planned Parenthood is a trusted healthcare provider, an informed educator, a passionate advocate, and a global partner helping similar organizations around the world. Planned Parenthood delivers vital reproductive health care, sex education, and information to millions of women, men, and young people worldwide. For nearly 100 years, Planned Parenthood has promoted a common-sense approach to women's health and well-being based on respect for each individual's rights to make informed, independent decisions about health, sex, and family planning. Please visit PlannedParenthood.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. The Berkeley Free Clinic was founded in 1969 as a street medicine clinic, but quickly found a permanent home in the Berkeley community. It has become an icon in the area and has served countless thousands in a variety of ways during its 45-year history. Fees have never been charged for any services, materials, medications, or supplies provided at the Berkeley Free Clinic. Income has been generated solely via individual or organizational donations and government programs. To volunteer your time or to make a donation or for more information, visit berkeleyfreeclinic.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Meals on Wheels is dedicated to fostering independent living for San Francisco seniors by providing hot, nutritious meals delivered to their homes. They're committed to fostering independent living for as long as possible. For more information, please call Meals on Wheels at 415-920-1111. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco.
Hear the sirens? You know what that means. It's 8 o'clock. It's time for Pam Tassel's Comedy Clubhouse on MutinyRadio.fm. Motherfuckers. That 